Amen. First of all, I'd like to thank my Lord and Savior Jesus Christ for this opportunity. And we want to welcome Sister Gabriella Nunn back today, who's been out sick. Glad to see you, ma'am. Glad to see you. Amen. I don't intend to be before you long, but as the Lord would have his way, then we'll deal with that. Amen, amen. Y'all looking like what? We're going to go straight to the word of God found in the book of Esther. want to bring something to you a little different from the book of Esther, chapter 1. One going to read all the verses, just going to do one verse, verse 12, and then do some explanation going on here. When you found or in the book of Esther, chapter 1, verse 12, say amen. If you're still flipping pages or going through your phone, it's fine. It's a hold up. All right. In the book of Esther, you find these words in chapter 1, verse 12. But the queen, Vesta, refused to come at the king's commandment by his chamberlains. Therefore was the king very wroth, and his anger burned in him. Once again, but the queen, Vesta, refused to come at the king's commandment, or should I say at the king's request, by the hands of his chamberlains. Therefore was the king very wroth, and his anger burned in him. Let us pray. Oh, gracious and mighty God, it's once again that we beseech thy throne of grace, asking you first of all to forgive us of our sins, our transgressions, and our iniquities. Cleanse us for worship, mind, body, and soul, as well as our spirit. Help us to do what is right. We pray, Lord, that thou will invite us all into thine storehouse, Father, that we may eat, Lord. Stir up our appetite, Father, in the name of Jesus. We lift up, Lord, our pastor before you and our first lady, Lord, asking you to bless them, Lord. Cover them right now in the blood of Jesus. Cover us right now, Father, as thou art trying to get our attention, Lord, with so many things that are happening. Corona ain't no accident. Lord, it's a way for us to cast our eyes upon thee. Bless us and bless and keep our children, Lord. Keep our elderly, Lord, from contracting this illness, Father. Bless thy people, Father. It's in the mighty name of Jesus, Father. I pray that thou would increase and that I decrease. Leading God in this message. In Jesus' name, and the people of God say, Amen. Today I want to talk to you from a standpoint in the book of Esther, dealing with a bride that Christ can accept. A bride that Christ can accept. Are you that bride that he can accept? 
This is an issue that happens over and over again. But today, let us call to mind the story presented in the book of Esther. And what can we learn from the book of Esther? And what is God saying to us, the church? In this particular book, God is very rarely mentioned. His name is not in here, but God is at work. You can search it over and over again. You will see him working behind the scenes. As I've come to realize in our lives, before we came to know him, he was working on our behalf to bring us into the knowledge of him. We learn that after persistent disobedience of the children of Israel, the bulk of the Hebrew people were carried away into captivity in this particular. However, an opportunity eventually came allowing them to return back to their homeland, but only a few did. Those who chose to remain in exile were soon caught up in a bitter crisis that almost resulted in the genocide of the Jewish people. Mordecai had devised a plan that would kill them. But through a Jewish young lady named Esther, her people would be saved because of how she was raised. Her parents had died off, but she had an uncle who took to her and, and raised her and taught her the word of God. And when the time arrived, she answered the call. She accepted what was, to be, what was to happen. But we learned that the queen of Xerxes, Vesta, refused to obey him as king, and she was removed from being queen. Now, people always ask me, what this got to do with it? I said, well, understand, during this time, the queen represented all the women of the realm. And so once she took a stand to rebel against her husband, who happens to be the king, what might have happened with the other women if they followed suit? During this time, you got to understand how women were treated. No different than when we come up, they was almost as property. Husband would have been killing wives, would have been doing whatever. How you... So she put the ram at disarray, the rim, chaos. I also want you to think about it, how it is when we, the bride of Christ, refuse to do what God has asked us to do. How do we put everything in chaos around us, in our home, in our community, in our schools? Because we want to be different. But we've been called to be like him. The whole goal is to be like Christ. But what I've come to learn that many people want to hold on to their individuality. They want to be who they are, but not who Christ said they should be. However, by the providence of God, a young Jewish name, Esther, is made queen. I want us to look at the object of the king's feast, which was to show his, witch, his riches of his kingdom and the honor of his excellent majesty. The king spared nothing and shared freely to all, the rich and the poor, 
alike. But to top it all off, the whole celebration would climax with that which he treasured the most, his queen. As we go on, I dare you to jump to Revelation. See, I, I, I want to piece it for you. Because in Revelation, it talks about the bride of Christ as it comes down. The most important thing to God is him presenting his wife. Her name in Revelation is called New Jerusalem. He presents her. Throughout the scripture, we learn that he's going to descend with a shout and those which remain are going to be caught up, those which is dead. Understand, all this happened, God comes to get his wife. And I want you to know, for seven days, she's with him. But on that seventh day, he presents her. It's identical to what I see here that will happen in this book. God spares, holds back nothing. He shares everything. He even gives his only begotten son. But when we're talking about this queen, this earthly queen, the queen would come before the king wearing the royal crown, showing her beauty to all. This was to be the ultimate event of the king's feast on the seventh and final day. In the closing hours of the feast, she would come. As it will be when God returns and presents his new bride. In the closing hours, she going to come out of heaven. Not to dance lewdly like the daughters of Herodias, who asked for the head of John the Baptist. But rather she would come arrayed in the finest royal garment, wearing the crown that the king had provided for her. But with this earthly king, she refused to come. Vesta was the king's bride as well as the queen. But she refused to wear his crown before him. She refused to wear the royal apparel and to show her beauty to the royal guests and her people. The king's feast that day ended in chaos and wrath, for the king had shared freely with all, the rich and the poor alike, but his queen refused. What about the church today? the bride of Christ, if she refuses to be washed and cleansed, if she refuses to show her beauty and wear the royal crown and garment provided by the Lord, what then if she refuses in the final climax of the battle between good and evil to show that she is changed, beautified, and prepared by the grace of God to live with him in a sinless kingdom. What happens when he calls you out and you decide I'm not coming? What then if the king of kings and the lord of lords own bride refuses to obey him? And I'm talking about you, the church. The bride of Christ 
This is where it is. He has called us. He has picked us out to be picked on. Don't you know that we are saved, that we are sanctified? Understand there is a high calling for us, but only then will you determine will it be shown where your loyalty lie. I realize that God is calling the church both individually and collectively to be his bride. And we all have been granted a time of preparation like Esther. Oh, when I look at it and, 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 and everything that was given to Esther, she, she was given seven maidens. She, 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 she was given um, the time for purification. She, she was given the best place in the house. What about you? Understand, what has God given you for him to get you ready? It says Esther was given things for purification along with seven maids to assist her in the best place in the palace. Esther prepares a whole year before becoming queen. Did you hear that? For an earthly queen, it takes a whole year to prepare. A whole year. Now let's add this up. Now, if it takes a year of preparation to become a queen for an earthly kingdom, know this, that it will take you the rest of your life, your earthly life, to become the bride of Christ. He has to work some things out. He has to continue to send us the help that we need. A whole year to be an earthly queen. But to reign in the heavens... It takes your whole life to get it right. Bit by bit, piece by piece. How you eat an elephant one bite at a time. How you get that one step at a time, one moment at a time, one day at a time. God ain't allowing no rush jobs. You, you, you can't run to Mary Kay and beautify yourself up there, huh? Let me, let me, let me bring these scriptures together. Y'all remember the ten virgins? Five wise, five foolish. Some five wasn't ready. When he came, they wasn't ready. It didn't say who the five wise were and who the five foolish were, but understand somebody wasn't ready. I don't want that somebody to be you. Caught up in other things, matters of this world, and so you miss out when he calls. You miss out when he comes. Knowing now how high the standard is, if we are to become the bride of Christ, now knowing this, and I said, riddle me this, people. Why is it wrong for people to be unequally yoked and at the same time think it's okay to offer or be any kind of bride to Christ? Why is that? We, 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 we counsel people not to be unequally yoked. You must be equally yoked if you're going to be somebody's wife. 
or somebody's husband? Are they compatible with what I'm saying? Are, are, are they partnership material? Partner. Compatibility makes the difference. Everybody is not compatible with you. I even stated, know this, everybody that goes to church is not qualified to marry you. Let me repeat that. Everybody that goes to church is not qualified to marry you. Because they're in the house of God don't mean that they qualified to be your mates. You, you ain't got to say much today. I, I knew I wasn't going to get too much. Look, this, this is one of your teaching messages, but it's important because we have a tendency to, to do things based on potential. We, 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 we leave out wisdom. We have a tendency to lean to our own understanding. We ain't going to acknowledge God. I see it. It's all right. It look good to me. But God searches the inside, and so what he desires for us at time is, is to do it his way. But his way takes, sometimes takes so long. But if you can just hold out, it'll be all right. Knowing that everyone that goes to church is not qualified to marry you, So why would you think or tell Jesus that you're qualified to marry him if you are practicing sin? I have to say the devil is a liar. The devil is a liar. People don't got confused with what's going on in the world. We got people that want to be politically correct and socially correct. Understand what decisions that are being made is based on a political basis and a social basis. But it's not based on biblical. Only things that's based on biblical will make the difference. We should never make decisions based on our emotions or feelings. For they always can be misleading. But we should make every decision based on the word of God. This is where it becomes a problem because the word of God says study to show thyself approved. But the problem is nobody wants to study. He Hello, amen lights. Only the pastor and those that assist the pastor are required to study the word of God. Uh, 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 that, that, that's how it appears. We, we're the ones that study, but understand if we're doing all the study, then it's us who's getting it. You can know just as much as we know if you do the same thing. God knows how to answer your questions. And what I want you to know that what you're looking for is actually found in the word of God. It just takes some research and some studying to find it. It's there because the word tells us ain't nothing new under the sun. When will you look for it? Sometimes you can key it in all you want on the internet, but it still won't come up. The, the Holy Spirit said, I flipped them scriptures, turned them pages. 
because you will need to read what may have happened before or after to actually get your answer. Queen Vesta was indifferent to her husband, the king, by insulting him before the whole Medo-Persia empire. But Queen Esther's behavior was opposite of Vesta, for she was faithful to her Lord God of Israel, and she demonstrated it before everyone. Now, I, I want you to grasp that part. The reason why everything turned out is because she was faithful to who? The Lord, God. Hear me now. In a relationship, when there's a failure in a relationship, it's simply because one or both failed to walk in love. Do y'all hear that? So what happens is that if you are faithful to God, it'll work out on your behalf. I know people say, well, it seems like they're getting away, but understand, it's like giving a, your enemy a cold cup of cool water. We're just pouring hot coals on the head. God knows how to fix the situation. The problem comes in is that we want to do something about it before God do something about it. So God has to fix us first before he can fix the situation. Esther learned at an early age, okay, I simply need to be obedient to God. She knew, obviously, the word, and that's what she stood on. Even when you study the word of God, understand if she's going to die, she's like, I got to let me die. She found something worth living for because she knew what she had to die for. Her people, the word of God. God had already fixed it. And so, as the bride, to be. We individually and collectively are responsible for preparing ourselves to be the bride that Christ can accept, that he can accept. In the last days, God gives his final call to come out from among them and be ye separated. We are encouraged to live in the fullness of the Spirit. This is where it is. He's still calling. That song said, he calling me. He's calling us to come out from that situation. Understand, he, he, call, he may not call your brother, he called you. Understand, he means you to come out and get right because understand, if they going to come out, they going to come out through you. God has a way of using folks. Understand, in the word of God, I'm going to move on. He, 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 tells, he tells Peter that the devil has desired to sift him as wheat. He could have removed him from the situation, but he didn't. He said, I prayed for you. That your faith fail not. When he gets better here to strengthen his brother. So God will call you from a situation. For the process of helping you so that you can be helped to somebody else. Because if God can do it for you, hello somebody, he can do it for me. 
Because you have those who, who, who think they know more than you, who, who, who feel they are better than you, but, but when it comes to obeying, understand, obedience is always the best teacher. It is the, it is the best teacher. Obedience is. Experiencing it, and it just gives a good lesson, but it only becomes a real good lesson if you learn from it. Everyone that's connected to you will come out. Last but least, are you willing to be the bride that Christ can accept? Or will you be like Vesta and refuse to come when he calls? This is the question. Vesta or Esther? Vesta was the most beautiful woman there was at that time. And I guess the most finest. They praised her for everything. Talked about her beauty and everything. But beauty couldn't do it. Her beauty failed her in the end. And even today, beauty is failing people. People think that they have the perfect body, they get the perfect man. Devil is a liar. Likewise, the man feels he got the perfect body, he gets the perfect woman. The devil again is a liar. It's about having the perfect God. Being connected to the perfect resource. Can you get the perfect blessing? Oh, y'all don't hear me this morning. See, see, what I'm looking for is, is to get what God has for me. Not what he has for you, but what he has for me. The only way I can get that is to stay focused, is to stay, to have the tunnel vision on him. Understand, I got to run my ways. I, I can't be running Pookie's race and, 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 and Tammy's race. Understand, I got to run the race that's set before me. I got to live right. I got to do right. Because he calls every day for me to do right. They treat me bad on my job. They say things, but, and, and I want to say something back, but God will take hold of me. It seems like my neighbors and everybody is getting by by doing wrong, but, and, and here it is. I, I, I want to join in with them, but there's something working on the inside telling me don't do that. That's not the way. I, 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 I see the quick book. Can, can I just do it for a little bit? He's calling people. He's calling. I don't know what's going on in your life, but God is calling you to be his bride. He's calling you to carry yourself in a dignified way. He's calling you to be above the norm. He has given you what you need. I know over 2,000 years ago he gave us the best gift ever. His son Jesus. What we was lacking he gave. What we didn't know he taught, he did it. 
and he's still doing it. A bribe that Christ can accept, he ain't gonna accept no anything. That's why I told you about the 10 virgins. In the word of God in Matthew, it talks about the wedding party. All the people he invited, he called, found excuses not to come to the wedding feast. There was even a fella that got in somehow that didn't have a wedding garment on. He too had to get up. Only those who had the, the proper garment was allowed to stay. God shows us if you're not with him, you're against him. What friendship does light have with darkness? Does unholiness have with holiness? Unrighteousness have with righteousness? Come out and be you separated. Be my bride, he says. Take my yoke upon you. Them burdens you dealing with, if you let them go, I can give you something lighter. If you open up your hands, I can put something in it. But you got to let go what you're holding on to. My pride, those clothes you got a rags compared to what I got. Those jewels you got ain't, ain't really jewels. I see that you're a diamond in the rough. Not a man-made diamond. But you're a true diamond. Like magma brings it up, God will bring you up. Cause you to shine before everyone. Can anything good come out of Nazareth? I read in the scripture. Jesus, the lily of the valley. His name is Jesus, the bright and morning star. Mary's baby, Joseph's stepson, Ezekiel wheel in the middle of the wheel. The great I am. Somebody calls him Daniel Zuki. Somebody said he was Moses' rod. Who is he to you that makes the difference? He was born in Bethlehem, reared in Nazareth, tried in unjust courts, hung, crucified, dead and buried. But the word of God says that he didn't stay dead. Sunday morning. He got up with all power in his hand. And in the book of Revelation he declares that I am he that was dead but behold I'm alive forevermore and have the keys of hell and death in my hand. Jesus, my way out of no way. Jesus, my bridge over troubled water. Jesus, my company keeper. 
the one I can tell all my troubles to, the one who won't tell my secrets, the one who won't talk about me, the one who would treat me like I desire to be treated, but don't know how to treat myself, Jesus. Will there be one? The doors of the church are open. Maybe you want to be the bride of Christ. All you have to do is come as you are. You can't prepare yourself for this. He will prepare you himself. He got everything already worked out. He got the help that is available. Come on. There'll be one. Takes a real man. Boy, girl, woman to step out on God. Come. What Give the preacher your hand and God to heart. Come on. Bride of Christ. One who is accepted God by him. He speaks of it in his word. 